Welcome to The Extra, the show that brings you closer to the issues, topics, and people that are important to you. And here in Colorado, we know that in El Paso County, we unfortunately have led the state in the number of traffic fatalities that we have seen. Uh, 2022 was a bad year, 2023, also a very difficult year. All those families who have lost loved ones in traffic accidents know that it's not just the drivers that we need to be uh, talking to, that we need to be getting this message to, because passengers are also the key to driving safely. We're going to talk more about this in this hour of conversation where we're talking about National Passenger Safety Week. And our guest today is Michelle Anderson, Director of Operations at the National Road Safety Foundation. And first of all, welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you for having me. So the National Road Safety Foundation is a nonprofit founded more than six decades ago to promote safe driving behavior through education. What is it about passengers that the message needs to be brought home more as to their critical importance in getting drivers to behave more responsibly? Well, we've done a study and uh, we've learned that on a national level, there were nearly, well, there were over 42,000 deaths on our roads in 2021. And what we've also learned in that study is that more than 60% of fatalities are passengers. So when you look at those numbers and you think about that, you figure, okay, well, if 60% of those fatalities are passengers, what if those passengers would have spoken up and said something to the driver? Would they have been here? Uh, Would that driver have been here? So we thought it was very important that we make everyone responsible while in the vehicle, not just the driver, but everyone in the vehicle should be responsible for assuring that there is a safe passage for all riders. So in Colorado, I, I know we've done stories in the past on, unfortunately, our, our, our ranking uh, close to the top, if not at the top, of uh, per capita the most fatal accidents in the state um, for counties. Uh, do you have uh, more information that you can share with our audience as to some of these stats that are very sobering? Yeah, well, one of the stats that we do have most recent, and and you have to keep in mind that the the statistics for fatalities and the statistics for uh, uh, being uh, injured, they don't come out uh, immediately. Uh, It takes some time to acquire that information, but what we did find in the state of Colorado in 2023, the first half, of the year of 2023, there were approximately 75 to 80 passengers that were killed in a car crash. And again, those numbers to us, they're very alarming. And knowing that these things are preventable uh, is, is what I think really 
it really, really jars us. And I, and I, I just have to say this. I, I keep hearing you say accidents, and a lot, a lot of people, we, we say that word accident when most of the time they're really not accidents because we know we shouldn't text behind the wheel. We know we shouldn't drink and then get behind the wheel. We know that we shouldn't get behind the wheel if we're drowsy. And so if we know these things and we still get behind the wheel, then it's not so much of an accident. And we know we shouldn't be driving 10, 20, 30 miles over the speed limit. I mean, the speed limit's there for a reason, right? We shouldn't be uh, running red lights, uh, a behavior that also can lead to uh, potentially fatal accidents. Absolutely. Fatal crashes <laughs> definitely right. can lead to fatal crashes. And we have statistics again. These are all um, the accurate statistics for 2021. We still don't have uh, 2022 and definitely not 2023 as yet, but uh, in 2022, speeding endangered everyone on the road. Um, but there were reported 12,330 people who were killed on our roads. 51% of the speeding drivers in um, these fatal crashes in 2021, they weren't belted. They weren't wearing their seatbelts, which is another big issue that we tackle. And 35% of these people were men between the ages of 15 to 20 years old. So, again, we, we, when we hear these numbers, we know that these are numbers that are preventable, um, especially with more awareness, more education, and, and more people doing what your station is doing and getting this information out to your audience. Okay. And, and it is, as you mentioned, it's an easy habit to get into calling these accidents, but uh, calling them mm-hmm. crashes, calling them collisions, uh, calling them avoidable tragedies. I mean, all of these uh, words apply in the context with which we're going to discuss this uh, today. We're going to continue on with the discussion. Michelle Anderson is our guest from the National Road Safety Foundation. Uh, we're going to talk uh, up next about the courage to intervene pro- promise. That and more when the extra continues here on KRDO News Radio. We're back with the extra, and today our focus is on how passengers are the key to driving safely, how passengers' behavior, passengers' words can work to avoid collisions, crashes that can be devastating and even deadly. And uh, joining us now on the KRDO Newsline, as she has for this hour, is Michelle Anderson, Director of Operations for the National Road Safety Foundation. Uh, First of all, uh, Michelle, tell us about the National Road Safety Foundation. I mean, what's it all about? Yeah, I'm glad you asked. So the National Road Safety Foundation, we are a nonprofit organization that has been dedicated for the past 61 years uh, to raise awareness about safe driving. And this all began with uh, our founder, Mr. Fred Manicharian, who was in a car crash. Well, he wasn't in a car crash. His best friends were in a car crash uh, while he was a teen. Um, 
they were uh, driving along the road and a drunk driver uh, crashed into them and causing his friends to be killed. And this really, really devastated Mr. Manicharian. Uh, he wrote letters to Congress. He wrote letters uh, to the president. He wrote letters to all that he could because this person who killed his best friends, nothing happened to him, and he didn't understand it. And so he finally got a response from President Eisenhower, and President Eisenhower encouraged him to do something about it. And that's what uh, provoked him to make this organization, the National Road Safety Foundation, and he vowed that he would spend his life on raising awareness and uh, educating people, especially teen drivers, about the dangers and the risks that are on our roads. Um, and to prevent another family from having to deal with the devastation of losing a loved one to a senseless uh, crash on our roads. And so the foundation, as I may mention, um, we are in our we're 61 years old this year. Um, we produce uh, resources, public service announcements, and tangible resources that are distributed free of charge. If you go to our website, you can download them. If you um, send us an email, we'll mail it to you. Um, and everything that we give, it's free of charge because Mr. Fred Menacherin believes that you cannot put a price tag on the safety and the life of someone. And so our resources are totally free, and they are also downloadable. Mm, I, I, your, your, what you were saying brought up a memory. It's been many years since I thought about it. Uh, it, it when I was 16 and didn't have much experience in the world, uh, I got into a car uh, with someone and we weren't even going to drive. We were going to listen to music out in the parking lot at a, at a youth group meeting. It was like, oh, let's, you know, this is kind of boring. Let's go on. I've got some tunes I want to play for you. And th that was the idea that we were going to listen to that. I was too naive to realize, to recognize that this person was under the influence and uh, we drove and, and thank goodness there were, we got in an accident and there were some injuries to myself, minor injuries. And I don't think he had any injuries. And, but if I had known uh, to speak up, if I had had the courage, like you say, to speak up, that never would have happened. I, you know, we we would have never gotten in the car. We never would have uh, been driving. I mean, that is the kind of thing you're wanting to encourage people to do: the courage to speak up. So let's talk about the courage to intervene. Promise. Yes, 
So I first want to uh, say to your your point and the, the comment that you just made, and thank you so much for sharing that because I think a lot of people have been in situations just as you were. Um, and I think one of the first things that we need to do, and this is something that I personally do when I'm traveling the country and I'm doing uh, the various workshops, you know, the first thing you need to do is to be able to discern your situation before you even get into a vehicle or before someone else. If you see someone who may be displaying some sort of behavior that seems uh, erratic or not even erratic but just seems that, um, they're doing something that can potentially put them in danger, you you have to be able to discern that, to be able to see that, notice that. And then it brings me to your next comment, which is to have the courage to intervene. And we have a pledge that is on our website, which is uh, National Passenger org, And on that website, we have a uh, a promise, a pledge, if you will, and this is a pledge that you do within the privacy of your own home, and this is something that you do for yourself. It's not as if you have to get someone to co-sign on this. And basically, this courage to intervene promise, it it's saying that you are going to make the promise to ensure that your friends and your loved ones are safe um, from being uh, driving drugged or drunk or distracted. You are going to promise that you will not ride with anyone who is drunk, drugged, or distracted. Uh, it, it, it encourages Yourself, And this is all a part of your empowerment, that you're going to also speak to others to do the same. And if you're in that situation, that you will speak up. You will use your voice to speak up and to say something. Now, I know there are some people uh, in the audience, in your audience that are listening that feel, well, I'm shy. I um I don't know how to say something to a driver or it's their vehicle. I don't have a right to say anything. Well, you are wrong, completely wrong. You have all the right to say something because your life is at stake. And in our toolkit, we offer other alternatives to people who may not know exactly what to say. Things that sound like, uh, hey, I have to go to the, the restroom badly. Can you please pull over? Or, hey, I just saw a police officer in those bushes in, in, on the road when we were driving by. Um, or, hey, I don't feel well. I think I'm going to puke. Right. No one wants you to puke in their in their vehicle. So more than likely they're going to pull over. So these are just some of our tips that we offer so that uh you can ensure that that driver pulls over from doing 
whatever the behavior was, that they can stop doing it. And then you can speak to them once you're safely pulled over and say, hey, you know, I care about your life. I care about my life. Um, I, I, I'll be your personal secretary while we're in the vehicle. I'll, I'll send that text for you. I'll answer that call for you. Or I get frightened when you're speeding. Um, we need to make sure that we speak up and let the driver know that we care about them and we care about their life, our life, and the lives of others that are on our roads. I love the non-confrontational options that uh, maybe people hadn't thought about before. Great uh, information there. Uh, We want to advise our listeners, if you're interested in learning more or signing the Courage to Intervene Promise, you can visit nationalpassengersafety.org for more information. When we come back, more with Michelle Anderson, our guest today here on KRDO News Radio's The Extra. More in a moment. We're back with Michelle Anderson and our guest today, uh, encouraging people to speak up and sign the Courage to Intervene Promise. It's a way to keep passengers in the driver's seat when it comes to guiding certain safe behaviors in the car. Uh, Obviously, driver behavior is the most important thing, but passengers can be a critical component of keeping drivers accountable. So, Michelle, we were talking about uh, how difficult it is sometimes to speak up when you see unsafe behavior. And, and we were talking about, you know, if if you recognize that a driver is impaired or a driver is uh, is driving unsafely, maybe some options for getting that behavior to stop. What if you're with a driver whose uh, behavior is more borderline, but you still feel like, well, I should say something. They're they're following cars too closely. They're not braking with enough distance. They're going too fast. What are some, uh, I guess, strategies for dealing with that? Well, one of the first things I, I do want to say um, to your comment, which was, um, you know, I, I think very helpful for people to understand, we don't want to be confrontational. That is the first thing we really need to keep in mind. We don't want to be confrontational because that in itself can be a distraction. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, it can be escalating. Yeah. It can escalate the behavior. Absolutely. It can escalate the behavior, and it can get the driver on the defensive. Um, it can get the driver upset. Uh, there's just so much that can come out of it uh, that is not positive. So we don't want to uh, be confrontational. But when we are in those situations, whatever the situation is, um, we need to assess our surroundings. Um, and we need to ask the driver very calmly, hey, you may, I think you're a little too close to the vehicle in front of you, can you make sure that you slow it down so that they have there's more space? Uh, or, you know, whatever the, the case may be, if it's that they're speeding, you know, let them know you're going over the speed limit. Not only is this going to risk our lives, but you can get a ticket. It's so funny. Well, it's not funny, but I find it ironic that people 
they are more apt to be concerned about getting a ticket versus them endangering their life or someone else's life. Mm. And um, we have to get out of that um, thinking and change the narrative. And that is why, um, you know, we're doing what we can to encourage passengers to know what to say and how to say it to a driver uh, so that we can ensure our safe passage. You know, in my family, we have a, an 18-year-old driver, and and it, it's been very difficult, you know, going through the teen training driving uh, period. Uh, but one thing we noticed on a, a road trip, and it, it, we just had to make accommodations and and really be aware of the other's discomfort, is that sometimes in the passenger seat, you're noticing things that maybe don't seem the same in the driver's seat. And one thing we noticed is that uh, the 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 following distance uh, seems much more, um, I guess, drastic or extreme or whatever when you're in the passenger seat. And it, for a while, we went on a long road trip, and for a while, it was causing a lot of. Uh, I don't know, escalated defensiveness. Uh, but then when we realized it was affecting both of us when we were trading off seats, then that became kind of a learning moment and saying, you know what, maybe I do need to uh, slow down because it's making my passenger feel less safe. And uh, maybe I do need to give more, uh, you know, breaking distance between me and the vehicle in front because it's making my passenger feel less safe. And I think, uh, you know, being, uh, you know, caring about what the passenger feels, maybe also is a great component of changing driver behavior. Yes, that's a, that's a very good point. Um, and and hopefully we're in vehicles with people who do care about us. But let's say we're in a vehicle with an Uber driver and he is doing or she is doing that same thing, tailgating. We still have to understand we have a right and a responsibility to speak up and to say something. And keep in mind, it is not what we're saying, but how we are saying it that would be most effective. And we have to make sure that we don't just sit there and allow these behaviors to go on because if you do, then they're more than likely going to do it when another person, passenger, is in the vehicle. So these things are all very, very important um, for us to know, to understand, to um, uh, to become more skilled at <laughs> while we're in the vehicle. And you're right. Um, when you're a passenger, you notice more things than the driver would. As a passenger, that is not the time for you to be on your phone and that is not the time for you to take a, a, a snooze. You have a responsibility to be that next set of eyes in the vehicle. 
That's uh, so important, just like you said. Again, we are talking with Michelle Anderson. She is with the National Road Safety Foundation. When we come back, more about National Passenger Safety Week, which just wrapped up. That's when the extra continues. We're back with Michelle Anderson, our guest today. We're talking about National Passenger Safety Week and how passengers can play a key role in making the roads safer, making individual drivers safer, strategies for how to handle it when you are observing uh, while in the passenger seat and or even in the back seat, uh, the back passenger seats. If you're observing uh, unsafe driving behavior, strategies for maybe how to uh, get that to ease, get that to stop, get the driver to perhaps pull over. Uh, Earlier, Michelle was uh, handing along to our listeners some great non-confrontational word choices or phrase choices you could use. Uh, Michelle, I'd like you to share that with our audience once again. Yeah, so once again, some of the things that you can say that are non-confrontational, if someone is uh, um, uh, speeding, we say, uh, if you don't know how to say anything or speak up about it, you can say things like, um, you're making me very uncomfortable, or I feel afraid. Um, or you can, because as we made mention it earlier in the segment, sometimes people, they may not be as concerned about your feelings or may not be as concerned about getting in a crash as they may be about uh, enforcement. So you might want to say, hey, I, I saw police in the area. You might want to slow down. What it's going to take to get that driver to rectify their behavior, you want to do that. If they are on their cell phone, offer offer to be their personal secretary and tell them, I'll do it at no charge. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, answer that uh, text for them or that email or that phone call for them. You be the one to do it so that the driver can keep their eye on on the road and you should also keep your eyes on the road as well because as we've been saying throughout this entire segment that the passenger holds just as much responsibility in a vehicle as the driver. Michelle, I have been on your website, your organization's website, and once again, we'll make sure that we give that to people. But one of the things that I saw there that was heart-wrenching, especially as a mother of a young adult, is uh, Donna Clark, uh, who's quoted in one of the pieces that you have. She's the mother of Kendall, who was killed by an impaired driver. And she, her quote is, you, you're wondering why she got in the car with him driving, and I have no answer for that, and I will always wonder. What you're doing is hopefully preventing other parents, other loved ones, from having that same mystery uh, when they're dealing with the death of a loved one. Yeah, um, and it's, it's 
<laughs> as I said, these things are totally, totally preventable, especially if we make assessments before getting into a vehicle and we try to rectify it before even driving off. But if you happen to be in a vehicle and something is going on, um, it's Again, your responsibility to say something. We want everyone to get home to their families. We don't want these senseless deaths happening uh, to to anyone. Um, and so, um, yeah, we really just have to do our best to empower ourselves and to speak up. Speaking up, that is the message that we want to give people and also uh, encourage you to go on their website and sign the Courage to Intervene Promise. Uh, that will hopefully maybe serve as a reminder in the back of your heads when you are observing behavior that you think is uh, putting you or others in danger. Speak up, intervene uh, get out of the situation safely. Uh, you know, make up a, a reason, as Michelle was advising. You know, say I'm feeling nauseous. I think I'm going to, you know, lose my cookies. Uh, you know, that's that'll get someone to pull over really fast, and and maybe then you can have the conversation, or maybe not. Maybe you just get out of the car and try to make sure that they uh, don't drive any further. Uh, many bits of information here that we've been sharing with Michelle Anderson of the National Road Safety Foundation. If you would like to find out more, uh, you can go to nationalpassengersafety.org for more information. And if people would like to volunteer for your organization or maybe learn more about it, Michelle, where should they go? Oh, they can go right on the site and they can send us uh, an email. There is a contact to connect with us, and you can certainly connect with us. Um, uh, and or you can go to the nrsf.org website, which is the acronym for National Road Safety Foundation. Dot org, and there you can certainly uh, contact us through uh, telephone, through email, uh, through our social media platforms, however you need to get in touch with us. We have that available. Well, let's do our parts uh, to strengthen and encourage uh, drivers everywhere and, and sometimes do it by being the passenger who has the courage to intervene, the courage to speak up. Michelle Anderson, it's been eye-opening to talk to you about crashes and collisions. We're trying to make the effort not to say accidents because <laughs> uh, this behavior can be prevented. Thank you so much for joining us here on The Extra. Thank you for having me. Michelle Anderson, our guest today. You've been listening to The Extra on KRDO News Radio. Tom Martino is up after the break. Thanks for listening.